Okay. <laughs> Welcome to a Hardcore Honeys Presents hashtag NBA Twitter Christmas Eve edition, but also it's the ladies only edition tonight. So I want to welcome all the ladies, give a special shout out. Hello. <laughs> hey. Hey. So Jade, how how's your week been? You know, we've got basketball back. Basketball's back. It's like I'm at the first period in like six weeks where I felt like my to-do list was actually going to get done. Like I can see the end of my to-do list, which is, I, I was weird today. My roommate commented on it. He's like, you're in a weird, you're in a weird place. I'm like, yeah. Cause like it's Christmas Eve. So already no one's going to be expecting me to do much. And right, I don't right. have a whole bunch of stuff on my plate that I feel guilty for not doing. Like I, I stayed in bed till 11 o'clock with a book today. That was my day. Oh, that's so glorious. It was. Oh, I hope everyone gets a moment during this like last couple weeks of 2020 to just do that. Because we need it. We if we make it to the end of 2020, we need we to all deserve a pat on the back. Exact exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, no, I yeah. I know you and I both aren't huge Christmas people so I think it's special that we're together tonight to talk about basketball because it's the first night despite it being the new season we don't have basketball right which That's is perfect. weird already like I went on Google today to look at the schedule I was like oh right there's no games today yeah I did the same That's <laughs> weird. Adam Silver I'm calling you what's up with that like Oh, anyway. I mean, they play Christmas Day. I, I guess it's nice to give everybody a day off. I guess. I guess. I don't know. I'm salty about it. <laughs> I am too, only because, like, how did she give us so many games and then none? And then none. so many games again. Right. Like, they should have just made Christmas opening night. I don't understand why the three days before Christmas start. I just agree. Right. Just do it. Be like Nike, just do it. Just do it. Well, on that note, the <laughs> tweets today are going to be an order of kind of like off season into the season onto what we're kind of expecting for the season. So okay. I did this kind of purposely, but also because it just happened to be like that. So uh, first one, I actually thought of you when I found this, so... So from Tom Fox, who is a photographer, so Tom Fox photo, he said, sitting in overtime, Dallas Mavericks guard, Luka Doncic, I can never say his last name, please <laughs> ignore that, picked up a photographer's camera and took photos of his teammates facing the Minnesota Timberwolves in an empty American Airlines Center in Dallas. The Mavs lost that preseason game. I just thought this was beautiful because it shows Luca as a human, not just yeah. a basketball player. Like, look at that. Yeah. And that's adorable. That's such an adorable thing to do. Like I saw that. I actually did see a picture of this before tonight. And I was like, I love him so much. He's, He's so my favorite. Good. He's so good. Oh, I just, I love the idea that he is sitting out and, you know, we've seen other superstars i mean i'm gonna go ahead and call luca a superstar but we've seen them while they are out do other things but mostly it's around like kind of coaching or mm -hmm. cheering on the team no he picks up a whole nother career 
If you're Joel Embiid, it's looking at your own stat sheet in a horrible loss. Right. Because that happened, just in case anybody forgot. But no, not Luca. Not Luca. He took pictures of his teammates. How freaking cute. I want to see the pictures. I'm actually surprised that they haven't showed up anywhere, unless he was just looking through the camera. But it, every report I've said said he took pictures. So, like, right. the pictures Luca took. And it makes me wonder, do you, like, does he have an eye for photography? Like, That's is what he... I want to know. Like, is he good at it? What 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 were the shots that he got? I'm interested. Yeah. I mean, Inquiring he kind of. might want to know. He looks like the artsy type. I can see him. I, I can see that. Yeah. So go, Luca. Go, Tom Fox, for catching this picture of Luca taking pictures. And. Our only thing is we want to see the pictures because I want to know if he's good at it. So, yeah, no, I, like, I'm probably not as on board with the Luca train as you and Taylor are, but I'm slowly getting there. I'm, like, in the third cart of the train. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You're, like, making your way forward. You can join us in the party. In the party, it's right behind the engine. Yeah. We're you know? getting we're all, we're all going to be there soon, especially when we saw those baby pictures of him. Oh, my gosh. He's going to be good, too. I drafted him first overall in my draft, um, my fantasy draft, because I just think he has so much upside. I think he's going to take another step forward. Like, people forget he's only 21. And I don't understand that Luca hate on NBA Twitter. Guys, what is up with the Luca hate? Like, oh, he doesn't do anything in the fourth quarter. Well, dude had a triple-triple in three quarters. So, like, if he falls off a little bit in the fourth quarter, I think it's okay. I didn't even hear about the triple-triple. He, what he, or sorry, I not triple-triple, triple-double. Still. My bad, people. But still, we're talking about somebody that is almost within a, a rebound or an assist. Right. Averaging a triple-double. At 21 years old, for a good team, it's it like we're not talking about bottom feeder team, but like we're gonna pick on his fourth quarter after he has a triple double in three quarters. Like people just, he's one of those guys that I think people are always just gonna dislike for no particular reason. Like Steph Curry, sometimes really likable guys have the exact opposite effect on people. Yeah. And I think Luca might be one of those people. I won't lie. I'm not on the Steph Curry train, but I can't say he's not talented. Like, that would be ridiculous. So, you know. But the Luca one, I'm like, I'm slowly moving up. Like, I'm slowly, like, I shouldn't even say slowly. I'm like, very quickly moving. You know, toward the other thing that's so nice about him is his relationship with Trey Young. Yes. That's adorable. Oh my god. I just there's certain things in the NBA that make me just fuzzy inside. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's one of true. them. Definitely. So this next one is gonna take us into the start of the new season. And we hosted a watch party, so I know we for a fact watched 
this go down. So from way off P, AKA at Lolo Lucy, <laughs> she said Patrick Patterson's bricks be extra loud. And like, let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about that. Cause Patrick Patterson was a raptor. Oh my, I forgot. <laughs> this is a special thing. Okay. First of all, I had a mad crush on Patrick Patterson when he was a raptor. <laughs> 100% not afraid, like I have no compulsion about admitting that. He's a cool dude, he's very mature for his age, like he's a cool guy. But like, in Toronto was when he went from buckets from range to bricks all the time. And it was so frustrating because we loved him, like the fan base loved Patrick Patterson. And then all of a sudden it's like, what happened to your game? Like what happened to your shot? It like, and it's never come back. It's never come back the way it was when he was first a Raptor. I don't like, sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, Patrick Patterson's still in the NBA. Cause. You forget. I forget. And I'm, I'm like, I wonder who's using him for what now? Because he can't shoot anymore. He, he doesn't have great handles. He plays excellent defense. You can always count on him for that. But like offensively, he was a catch and shoot player and now he can't shoot. Well, we have a real comment from our <laughs> Taylor. He opened the pyramids for his bricks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> Which is funny because I forgot he was on the Raptors, but he was also on the Thunder. With yeah. The Raptors, which is why I think when they were trying to bring Paul George over to the Clippers, they were like, you you know, we need someone else. And, and Patrick Patterson's wife and Paul George's girlfriend, they started a company, a bathing suit company together. Okay. So I have a feeling that that's why he's on the Clippers now. Ah. So, yeah, and Taylor said, he was on every team. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> the double pat there. So I forgot that he was on the Raptors, though. So I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. Because he is, he seems like a cool dude. He's He loves movies. He, like, seems chill. Yeah. He's attractive. Yeah. He did really cool things with the community. Like, he did movie screenings. At yeah. the Scotiabank Theater, which is like this huge theater in downtown Toronto with an escalator that's like two stories. It's like the longest escalator ever. And that this theater is known for that. Uh, um, yeah, he's fine, Taylor. I know. I'm like, <laughs> like <laughs> on me, I get the blame for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Man, even when he's not here, this is supposed to be ladies night, Taylor. No right. more Taylor comments. Flew, flew. <laughs> I don't know if that's a shoe was what I was trying to say. Anyway. Um, oh, I don't know what that is because my computer's not updated because I'm yeah. sure. On that Did note. You something? Did you hear something, Taylor? I didn't, I, or Shay, I didn't hear anything. Wind, maybe? I don't even remember at this point. It's Christmas Eve, so I've had some ceremonial uh, tequila shots. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's how we get through the night, you know, the like Christmas. I might watch like It's a Wonderful Life and cry later. Um, 
Because what else do you do? I don't know what I'm going to do because there's no basketball on. There's no, it's literally you have to wait to wake up tomorrow and watch. I know. At least it's at noon. Like, games are, like, it's not like they they wait till five. It's all day basketball. I know. Like, they did on opening night where I was like, seven o'clock. I'm waiting. All day long. Yeah. Okay, so this next one, again, I thought of you when I found this because you literally made a tweet that was very similar. But Well, about Steven Adams being on the Pelicans, I should say. But from TLW, a.k.a. Tara Tara, Steven Adams makes me constantly think Jason Momoa is playing basketball all the time. <laughs> Honestly, without my glasses, they are the same person at Pelicans NBA. And, like, pretty much. I mean, Jason Momoa's got that scar. Right. But, like, yeah, you put those two guys in the lineup for a crime, 50-50 chance you're you're picking the wrong one. <laughs> well, and, you know, hold on. I, I actually found, like, if you just even look at the Google, we're going to go ahead and do this. Oh, no, I copied the wrong thing. Again, blame this. <laughs> This is an adult show, so I'm not even ashamed. Like, look at these. Yeah, it's uncanny. Do you like, see? Honestly, it? it's crazy. Like, because it's not just like a passing resemblance. Like, so Aaron Barnes is on the Raptors now, and he gives right. me Jonas Valanciunas vibes, but it's a passing kind of. You know, you glance at the screen, and there's similar height, and the hair, and the beard, and the way they move is similar, but like with them, they legit look like they could be related. Well, and then the, the fact that they're like facial hair grows the same and their hair has similar waves. Like, right. And it's the same color and yeah, it's crazy. And like their skin color. Like I think a lot of people forget that Steven Adams is like not a white guy. Right. <laughs> He's so sure people forget that. Yeah. Yeah. And the same as Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa is indigenous. So that's like why a lot of people have called on like Stephen Adams to be in when Game of Thrones was the thing. They were like, we need Stephen Adams to be in Game of Thrones. Like, because like these dudes look similar. Like they yeah. have similar attributes. So I just. Uh, seeing him in that. Pal- okay. I'm going to say this both ways. I it was it took a lot of adjusting to see him in the Pelicans jersey. So like I was feeling for you during that Raptors Pelicans game yesterday. But I also think he's going to do really well there. I It took a lot for me to be okay with it, but I I think I agree with you. I the new OKC team is not a place for Steven Adams. It's just yeah. not I think where he's at with the Pelicans, it seems like a great match. Yeah. I think they he brings experience that they needed. Like, J.J. Reddick's there, too, but I don't know that he's enough just because all of the other big pieces are young, right? Zion's only in his second year, and he barely played in his rookie season. Um, Brandon, wait a second. Is it Ingram that's there or Ingram? Okay. Yeah. Brandon yeah, yeah. Ingram's there. He's poised to have another breakout season, I think. 
Uh, Lonzo Ball is still really underperforming from where I think he could be. Right. So, like, even just, even though obviously his game is not going to be like any of those guys, but, like, the experience and, and being around the block and, you know, how do you work hard in the NBA? How do you manage this and that and the other thing? Making all of those external things easier is going to be better for those guys as they work on their game because it's going to smooth out the path. So I'm excited to see what they do. I think the Pelicans are going to might be make my top five favorite NBA teams this year. I get it. And after OKC, if I remember correctly, they have the most picks. So they are going to continue to grow as a young team. Right. Oh, they're going to be scary in a few years. Yeah. It's it's going to be a different league in a couple of years, but I am also enjoying what league we have now. You know, it's we'll find a way to like it, however it looks. Exactly, that's how we roll. It's basketball. Yep, they're running up and down the court with a ball that bounces. I think I'm going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, not no. I'm going to leave this picture of Stephen Adams up because. It's very bouncy, and I just dig it. Um, but tonight's episode is brought to you by Fanatics. So Fanatics is the world's largest collection of official fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. I know that you have probably heard of Fanatics, but tonight, if you enjoy our show and you are looking for a new jersey, sweatshirt, or hat, you can actually support us, the Hardcore Honeys, uh, by going to podgo.co slash fanatics and getting 25% off your next order. So that's podgo, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O slash fanatics. Fanatics, officially licensed everything. So get your official gear, you know, online. I've gotten even my Oklahoma stuff, like my Sooner stuff there. So See, that's what I'm going to have to do next time because... The whole fiasco with my jersey, which did finally show up. Oh, did it? Okay, so, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Here's, here's the update. For anybody who doesn't know, I ordered a purple throwback OG Ananobi jersey because I realized I must be the only sports podcaster that doesn't have a jersey of my favorite player. So my first jersey was going to be my favorite player on the current Raptors team in my favorite color. So I order it. I wait eight weeks. And get a Dior scarf instead of the jersey. It's a beautiful scarf, but it's gray. I don't really do neutral uh, accessories. Also, it's not what I ordered, more importantly. Right. So I'm still haggling back and forth over email with this company, which looked like it was based in the U.S. or Canada, but is in China. They even had a, um, a Canadian address on their about me, like, Okay, so I wasn't actually expecting to hear from them at all. I thought I had just been, I just been taken. But they did get back to me and they're like, oh, well, you can send it back and pay the postage or you can keep it and we'll refund you 30%. I'm like, no, like I held up my end of the deal. I paid you for a product. You were supposed to send me the product. You didn't send me the product. Right. So either you pay me back and I keep the scarf or I ship the scarf and you pay me back for the jersey I didn't get and the shipping. This is the deal. So I hadn't got a chance to reply to them and I got a package in the mail that I'm like, 
I'm not expecting this. Like I do do a fair amount of online shopping, but I'm one of those crazy people that has a tracking app on my phone. So I'm like always tracking my numbers to see when stuff's going to, because I love getting mail. I'm just, I'm a nerd that way. So one day, two things come and I'm looking at it and I look at the address and I'm like, this is the same address as the start place. So I opened it and my jersey's in it and I'm like, oh my gosh. But it's way too small for me. So it's going to be a giveaway for some lucky hardcore honeys listener, watcher, engager, some some way this season. We will be doing Raptors uh, parties, watch parties with Collide at some point. So maybe that'll be the night that I give away my OG jersey. And then, of course, it was hilarious that they sent me a scarf because OG and Serge's scarf thing. And I was so annoyed about not getting my jersey that I didn't even catch it till one of my uh, mutuals on Twitter was like, wait, you bought an OG jersey and they put you on scarves? I was like, I didn't even know it. But so it's and it's beautiful. Like it is legit stitched quality. It's a beautiful jersey. I'm actually really annoyed. But like. 2XL in Chinese is like, in China is like a medium <laughs> here. So like it just, it nowhere near fits me, but yeah. Well, on that note, maybe we should go ahead and announce who won our jerseys because we will be giving that. We will most likely be giving away more stuff throughout the season just to keep people involved. We also know that it's a hard season because none of us can go to our favorite games at the moment. So, you know, we're trying to be here the best we can be for our fellow NBA fans. We have created such a great community through the Hardcore Honeys, like Twitter account and listeners. And uh, so we want to continue to make that a thing. So um, for the Steph jersey, so it's the high school Steph jersey, we're going to go ahead and give it to our friend Jack. Jack has been a great supporter of the podcast was a killer throughout the collide night, you know, stayed through the thing and he's a Clippers fan. So holler. We'll hold that against you. Yeah. No, no (laughs) issues. And look, I was indifferent to the Clippers until they stole surge. So I like, I can't let that go. Right. Well, and then the AD Jersey is going to go to Owen, who was a newer follower of us and we hope to continue to talk with him. Uh, so yeah, if we'll go ahead and tweet this out so that it's not just in this live cast, but if you guys can contact us so we can get all your info, let you know that you won. That's kind of important. Um, but yeah, we're going to be doing more giveaways. We want to reward our community and we just are really grateful for the people who have been listening to our podcast, tuning into these live shows, all that jazz. That's really cool. So Also, shout out to Jersey House Canada who provided the jerseys for the giveaway. Uh, he's a great guy to deal with, super responsive. They do custom jerseys as well. So make sure you go check them out. Yeah, definitely. We're going to be shouting them out because they're not only a great jersey provider, they're also nice, which nowadays you don't get that kind of stuff. Uh, <laughs> so we want to deal with nice people and we're not going to provide, um, you know, the info for non-nice people. And Jersey House Canada is definitely a cool person to deal with. So, you know, give them a look, especially as you get your holiday money in. If you're looking for a jersey, Head over to Jersey House Canada. They're they're looking to deal with you as well. So 
Yeah. Okay, I'll finally take this off because you're probably like, oh my God, I don't want to look at Steven Adams. No, I mean, I could look at Steven Adams slash Jason Momoa like pretty <laughs> much indefinitely. I feel that. I <laughs> So this last one, this is an account I've been following for a while and I like really enjoy their art, which when you see it, you're going to be like, is it art? No. Um, <laughs> so NBA Paint says the Milwaukee Bucks have decided <laughs> to brand their mascot so fans will actually hear the deer. Now, NBA Paint, like, basically just, lit, like, makes their tweets in the Paint app. Paint, I was going to say, that is the Paint app. I know it is. <laughs> but this made me laugh so hard because it's so true. Well, it makes me laugh, too, because, like, this is a conversation I've had with my parents, who are also big NBA fans. That's like, how is a deer a scary mascot? Right. Also, the Pelicans, honorable mention, like... <laughs> And then they make these like, and when they make the, the uh, Milwaukee mascot, like it's got some, you know, angles on the eyes so that it looks like it's frowning or something. But it's like, dude, it's still a deer. It's still a deer. Like, how scared am I realistically if I'm walking down a trail and I come across a deer, even if it is a male deer with lots of antlers? Like, I think I could probably shout it down. Well. Or it's you know, gonna be so afraid of you, it runs off. Right. <laughs> That's really funny. So the fact I, that this is like a haunted deer with like the the blood everywhere. Please go shadow ban us, Twitter. We are nice. And it has claws. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I just like this account has been so funny because they just yeah. Here, like, That's definitely a new follow for me because. That makes me that makes me laugh. Yeah. Also, the antlers are like crooked and like all, you know. So this this made me feel a lot of things, especially with the current um Bucks situation. I mean, I didn't watch the Bucks game, so I cannot comment. Ooh. But Yannick missed a free throw to force overtime. You cannot do that, Mr. MVP. Right. And Jason, okay, so I was watching the obviously the Pelicans Raptors game and it got done. So I switched over to, to the Boston um, Milwaukee game. Okay. And I switched within 30 seconds of Tatum hitting that ridiculous bank shot from range. It was like, like I, I made, I, it was good enough that I made noise. I was here by myself. Uh, There's nobody to watch. It was like, oh, like I was, uh, wow, that shot was incredible. And so I watched the last few minutes of that game and there's Giannis going to the line. And I looked this up after because I was talking to my roommate about what happened. And he's like, is Giannis not a 75% free throw shooter yet? I'm like, nope. And then I looked it up. He was in the 60s for free throw shooting last season. Okay, listen, <laughs> if you're going to be the MVP, of a title contending team, and you're going to be that guy that has the ball in your hand at the end of games, you have to be an 82 to 85% free throw shooter minimum. Yeah. Like you should be shooting 300 free throws a day until you get there. Like I, and I mean, it's the first game of the season. I get it. It was only their first game of the season. Right. But they're called 
free throws. They are supposed to be free points. And if you're going to be the guy that is likely to be on the line, they need to be free points. You need to be able to count on them. Yeah. So I tweeted last night. I'm like, how many shots, how many free throws do you think Giannis takes? And Mike, uh, Mike Brown, belly up sports co-founder respond he's like he might not leave the gym tonight i'm like yeah that's what i was thinking because <sighs> like dude there was a lot of disappointment in this first couple games let's be honest like i mean i watched russell westbrook go to triple double the wizards lose i watched uh the joker get a triple double murray didn't even get a basket until like well other than his free throws until the end of the third quarter he was really what happened to him he was one of nine i was like well i watched the raptors go over i watched the raptors go over 10 from three-point range in the third quarter and like three for 12 in the fourth quarter ugh there was some disappointment there was definitely some disappointments yeah so I'm just hoping that's not the rest of the season. <laughs> it's got to come around. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's just the beginning. So anyway, on that sour note, is there any last moment? You know, Christmas Eve shout outs you want to give? I mean, I want to shout out Taylor, but he already popped his head in, so I feel like that's right? unnecessary. <laughs> Shout out to Taylor. God love him. <laughs> and like I just, you know, I hope everyone has a, a safe holiday, whether you celebrate or not. We're more on the side of like not caring as much. But I know a lot of people care about this holiday, so that's the thing. Enjoy so, it. Yeah. You gotta enjoy every day as much as possible, you know. So um that's a thing. But, oh, you know, we'll be back next week and it'll be New Year's Eve, which will be much oh, that'll more. That'll be more interesting. Exactly. Because Taylor we'll be, will be here. Hmm? We'll be almost we'll be out done, of Almost done 2020. The year that seemed like it would never end. Never. But we hopefully, God willing, make it till then. So on that note... Happy Christmas Eve. If you celebrate, if you don't, happy Thursday. And we will see you next week. Bye. Au revoir.